1: And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Welcome back to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk, brought to you by the Hitner Group at Colo Banker Realty. hitnergroup.com is the website to go to. 612 8000 is the phone number to call. Give us a ring a ling We'd be happy to chat with you about your real estate needs. we got Eric Everson in the studio with Action Moving, Atlas Van Lines, National Mover Big Time, kelvin has got a couple of questions, and then I want to follow up with, uh, I just want to know how you deal with customer satisfaction. Sure.
2: So at the end of the last segment, you were talking about, I was just asking questions around full packs. You do yeah. full pack. Yes. And then what if people need to store their stuff? Like, hey, I've, I'm moving into a smaller place, so I can fit this stuff, but I can't fit this stuff. Do you have storage units? Yes. Or is that up to the person to like is that a whole other business you have like it's moving but then you have a storage unit you use or talk through that or what people do it's it is part of the moving process and when i was mentioning about our capacity and all
3: around the u.s all of our locations have warehouses they're all indoor climate controlled lock secured all that so if you're moving to say tennessee you could either choose to store your goods up here at our okay. warehouse or you could store it down there. And that's actually come up a few times when you know, you're know you getting in this time of year mm-hmm. where somebody's like, okay, I'm moving all my household to Texas, but I don't need it delivered till November. Right? right? I might actually suggest you store it here because prices for interstates are going up. This is peak season. And then come November when you need it, we'll ship it down there then when the prices come back down. And you can actually offset some of your storage costs doing that.
1: That's really a really good suggestion, and then we've had that conversation, Calvin, with a couple of clients just within mm-hmm. the last two weeks about – because they're moving, and they're moving into another space. It's maybe a little bit smaller space. They don't even know if they're going to keep the stuff or not. Right. Right, and so they're just, they just want it to go somewhere mm-hmm. where it can stay until the dust settles, if you will. And then they can go in there. Do you ha- at that point do they have to come all at once with the furniture, or can they piecemeal it out and say, "Look, I- can you bring the couch over, or can you bring this?" Yeah, That's probably uh- expensive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, well,
3: so if it's going interstate, you'd want to ship it all at once. Mm-hmm. That's the most yeah. cost. Yeah, by I me, mean, if it's way. local here. But if it's local here, yeah, we we can bring you know certain items out. However, there's a cost to that. We got to go in and we got to find it, yep. and then we. Get- so you're better off if you know that plan in advance. We can plan for that, make it more cost effective. Um, otherwise, you probably want to just take it all we do have some customers that will come out to the warehouse go through it with us decide what they want here or there maybe they're getting rid of some things and then we move forward with that because
2: sometimes it's been in storage so long they can't even remember what's all in there so are you competitive like with storage units like i can go rent a storage unit at xyz storage is it similar if if you have a locked gated secured climate controlled yes the
3: thing is, most of those okay. where you lift it up and self access aren't even climate controlled, no. so those are going to be a little. less They're not
1: expensive. even okay. insulated. Yeah. Yeah. Most yeah. of them. Are. Yeah. Okay. Talk about the insurance then of that, and and so if I have a valuable uh, hutch, you know, antique hutch, that you come and take it, um, how do you pack that? Number one, and then you're going to take it back to your warehouse or across country. What insurance is on that valuable item?
3: So what we would do is pad wrap it when we're transporting it locally or interstate. Sometimes if it's you know something super fragile, it's going overseas. Sometimes we might actually crate it. Okay. Um, but as far as the insurance coverage, so. We will cover things for the minimum legal liability of $0.60 cents a pound per okay. item, which is not that much coverage. Mm-hmm. But you can choose to add more coverage or you can choose not to. It's it's optional. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have that available for the tariff, which covers the move, right? Mm-hmm. But also, a lot of people's homeowners insurance might cover it. So mm. it's like 50-50, so you want to check. You don't want to pay for something you don't need to. right? And if it does cover it in transit or in storage, you don't need to really purchase anything in addition unless you're trying to hedge a large like deductible or Mm -hmm. something but so it's kind of up to you you know Mm -hmm. what what you want and your goods might be worth the the cost to cover it and sometimes people just want to take the risk on their own and say we'll we'll go with this Hmm.
1: do you have that conversation with people then when you're meeting with them about that because i i've talked to a lot of people that move and i said you know if they drop the hutch off the back yep they're going to weigh it (laughs)
2: <laughs> yes
3: yes you know,
1: get that piece over there throw yeah. on the scale and
3: you know that thing could be worth a lot more or could be worth a lot less right, right? yeah the, i mean a hutch from 1980 honeywood look i mean mm. you can't even give it away no really right? so right. maybe it's not worth insuring that yeah. but if it's a nice you know ethanol piece or antique yeah mm-hmm. you might want to insure that
1: hmm. talk about customer yeah. satisfaction sure a little bit of it you know how do you how do you uh, measure it Uh, And do you measure it and do you track it and and, uh, do you you compare yourself against your competitors or Mm -hmm. talk through that a little
3: bit? Yeah, so there's two two facets to that. So you have the local stuff, you know, within the state. Um, We, Action Moving, have our own uh, surveys that we send out to clients. The biggest thing we do, um, we see our advantage as being more, I guess, maybe old school where we actually go out on site see the job, counsel people, talk to them about the insurance, talk to them about particular pieces. And then during the moving process, you'll always have your uh, a consultant's number. Mm-hmm. Like you can call us directly. And then we always call in and check in on move day or maybe a day or two after because people are so busy during the move day, mm-hmm. a lot of times they don't answer. So right. we'll follow mm-hmm. up a couple of days later. How would everything go? But ultimately they know if they have an issue, they know mm-hmm. who to call. They know who to get a hold of, and we'll help them right away. And they're always going to be
2: priority on Monday. Right. What's the percentage of local that you're doing right now and interstate that you're doing right now Historically, out of your office? So historically, it's like 50-50, right? Oh, really? But okay. last
3: few years, it's probably more like 65%, 70% local stuff. Okay. And then uh, the rest is interstate. And the reason for that primarily is you have uh, uh, kind of a struggling market with getting – class a drivers mm-hmm. so we've we've kind of gone more containerized moving to where you're having a local crew pack and load something put okay. in a the container then they ship it like freight to a destination location where then the local crew again is delivering that hmm. out so that on our books that's all local business even though technically it was an interstate move
1: okay Interesting. talk a little bit about Kelvin just asked about packing mm-hmm. and it's just uh, my final question is when you guys go in and say uh, uh, you know, just pack it up. There's the kitchen. There's all the glassware and stuff. Pack it up and ship it to, you know, Florida. W- what's your exposure there from a liability standpoint? Because you're now packing that those yeah. items in yeah. there. So it shows up in Florida and everything's all busted. What's up?
3: So that comes down to, okay, mm-hmm. you have responsibility and then you have the amount right so if we pack it we're responsible for it okay however if you don't have any insurance coverage we're gonna cover it at 60 cents a pound oh it is unless so. you add
2: additional okay yeah.
1: so, so it matters not if they pack it or you pack it it's 60 cents a pound
3: it, it, okay. yes but except you know if you pack it and you didn't pack it properly right. the box arrives perfect shape and the contents are broken then it's it's on you you, you won't get anything because right, we're not even liable because you didn't pack it properly. The other case, we pack it; it's covered for sixty cents a pound, mm. unless you had additional coverage. And this is also a conversation to have with people yep. because if you're going to pay us to pack it, mm-hmm. you may want to purchase the insurance. You know, or if right. you're packing it all yourself, you may not want to purchase the insurance because you got a fifty-fifty shot
2: whether it's yeah. your liability or ours. You know, does that get turned down a lot in yeah. terms of? Yeah. Like, hey, you know, you didn't. Did you want
4: the warranty on that? Yeah. (laughs) So
3: I I don't. Honestly, I don't sell it per se. I just let them know it's available. That's my job to let them know these are your options. Mm -hmm. But I don't really necessarily sell it. Um, It's not a money maker for us by any means. It's just an option that we provide for the clients. And to be honest, like lately, I've had a lot of clients whose homeowners insurance are covering it. So mm. I don't know if that's a change in the insurance market, but I've had more and more of those. Mm. Um, so, you know, that's a much easier policy because you don't have to worry about the
4: legalities. Let's it would say, have to be a very significant item or amount of items that were destroyed or yeah, broken to make it worth for it. you to dab into the homeowner's insurance policy. Right. True, Cause right. true. Because homeowner's insurance, like I mean, 5, that's a whole other conversation there regarding true. insurance. That's right. true. Garbage.
1: Eric Averson, ladies and gentlemen, action <laughs> moving... Atlas Fan Lines, thanks for coming in. What's thanks, the contact information? I have, information. I have uh, yeah, contact information, actionmoving.com. Oh, yeah.
3: Yep, actionmoving.com, or you can call the main number, 952
1: 894 I'll put that in the show notes. Thank you. Okay, so I got one question for Keith because he was talking, he gave us a quick a, and a good summary about Egan in the first segment. I'm curious about... About Minneapolis, Hennepin County. If you got or how it,
4: those cities compare? Y- yeah. Well, we were talking about how single-family homes, mm-hmm. so a house, house, not townhouse, condo, things like that, available between four hundred and eight hundred thousand. I recognize that that is a wide right. uh, price range for some people, but the median sales price in the Twin Cities as a whole is about three fifty-five. Mm-hmm. So, if you're in the three fifties, three hundreds, you're in a a, a hyper competitive environment, yeah, it is. and anything under that, even more so. Um, when you get up into the 400s, you're looking at two stories, probably some three, three bathrooms, two car garages. Certainly in the cities, probably threes in the suburbs. And in comparing, you know, earlier I said there are zero homes on the market in the city of Egan between 400 and 800 thousand. There's actually one. It's not actually on the market. It's coming soon now today. So that's exciting. Uh, mm-hmm. it's 729. <laughs> it's in the city of Egan. But as a comparison, you know, Woodbury has about 25. Eden Prairie has about 15. Mm. Um, uh, uh, the city of Minneapolis has about 50, 55, 56 homes that meet that criteria, and the criteria being between 400 and 800, and mm. St. Paul has about 25. So we can go all around the metro area right. and talk about different price ranges, different criterias, townhouses, condos, um, but for the Apple Valley has like 25, and that is not including new construction. So when you add into new construction in some of these communities, you might bump up another 50 or 150 available homes, depending on where they are in their build process. And that's
1: where a lot of your days on market is coming.
4: Real estate market is hyper-local. Give us a call, 612-627-8000. Log on to our website to connect with us there online, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com. Again, Eric Everson, thanks for coming in. Having me.